by pressing play, you've entered a dimension where there are no apologies given for the ridiculous and random thoughts expressed here by these two brothers and their guests. With that being said, enjoy your experience. Hey everybody. Yo. Yeah. We here. Officially. Numero uno. The very first, baby. You know what that means. You here? You know what you about to get into. Or what we about to get into, right? What we about to get into. You know what we about to get into. The first official episode of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captions, captions at? at? And guess who I am? Yours truly, Kells for Show, a.k.a. K to the E-L, S to the E-Y. You may never know. And also with me always is my bro host, my one and only, my Ace Boon Coon. The Winston of the Pouse Party, better yet known as the one I bandit, Roscoe. And also, as always, we got here behind the scenes, handling all the tech work, the boy Daniel, our man in the chair. How you guys doing? All righty. And with that being said, I got to introduce our special guest, like the specialist guest. Um, she's my Jess, my favorite panda. Some may know her as Rice Cakes, L says. That's going to be my favorite, The Carter. That's going to be Leslie. What up, what up? Hey, girl. <laughs> How you doing today? Doing good. How you doing? Or I'm doing excellent. Maybe not so much. You know, I lost a phone. I had to pay a phone bill today before I got to Vegas. It would have been a little more, you know, story-based, more cliche if I lost the phone out there. But if I lose it here, I can't lose it out there. So we in it to win it, baby. <laughs> Ross, how about you? How your Monday been so far, man? I'm actually, you know what I'm saying? It's not been that bad. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, uh, fell back down into the Disney Channel trap, so... Watched all of season two and uh, started season three of Bunk on uh, Netflix. Word. You know, Bunk's, uh, you know, the spinoff from uh, the good old early, well, not early, but late, late early 2000 show, Disney Channel shows, Jesse. And who did Jesse star, Leslie? Oh, God, I don't know her by name. I know, that is such a Disney fail right there. No, no, that's cool. You don't know her name, but Ross. David Ryan. David Ryan, also the star of Insatiable on Netflix. If you haven't checked out that hot mess as a show, you should definitely give it a watch. It's it's really not that good, but it's an entertaining-ass mess. Just like if you put uh, the the, uh, Frosty the Snowman hat on a piece of shit and watch it dance around and do a twirl. Like, God damn, that motherfucker move, but now my house dirty. (laughs) You still ain't watch season two I, know, I still have it I know But I'm guess what you've been watching Doctor Who Hey They've been telling me the 11th Doctor was great And I'm not gonna lie Matt Smith is one beautiful white man Hey sometimes they are beautiful man This is how it is <laughs> yeah. Word okay Since this is the first episode We're gonna be working out some of the kinks You know every step forward is step up So that's the only <coughs> steps we're trying to make one two step. That's the Sierra in me. You already know what it is, and um, so we gonna start off with our first segment. What's popping? And this is the part of the show when we just go around talk about different things and um, the pop culture landscape and in the world of geekdom and sometimes wrestling, sports, politics, depending on where we go. And we might not talk about anything. We might just decide to be like, hey, that Popeyes chicken sandwich though. If you are gonna get it, get it spicy. Be warned. You will hear a lot of bullshit. Roscoe, why are you on YouTube? Yes, Roscoe watches YouTube drama. Don't ask me why. You getting what's popping in it from it. 
And exactly. I ain't I ain't even want to talk about that, but hey, there yeah. it is. <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about real quick is my Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, what about fi- them boys? We finally got rid of Garrett after all these years of having all this talent, getting so not even close because why? Garrett is trash. But and I must him. say though. <laughs> As much as everybody wanted to see Garrett go, once they let go of Garrett, everybody was feeling sad for Garrett all around the sports joints. Like, y'all could, y'all didn't have to have him on hold for, like, these extra five days. I see y'all were trying to put him in the office. He could have just tried to go elsewhere Word. instead of doing all of this. But, I mean, now we just got to see what your Cowboys going to do now with the new head coach. You know what we're going to do with, with the new head coach, baby? 88. No, we don't win that Super Bowl next year. Baby, I can't wait to get my next Dallas Cowboy tattoo, which will be my first because I've been waiting to get one. When y'all win that When we win that Super Bowl. So, it's a good chance my black ass going to die without that tattoo. You know what's, be, <laughs> what's more funny is my Broncos might got a better chance of winning the bowl again than your Cowboys do. Well, it's only like 32 teams in the league. You know, on roll a dice, somebody's going to land on a number, but... You know, that's all I got to say about that shit. <laughs> and also what, uh, what debuted this morning, too, was the second trailer to the New Mutants movie. It was the second? I thought that was the third. Well, there was the first well, teaser, but then it had the official oh, one. Oh, yeah, that teaser that came was a long-ass teaser. That and Leslie, like the are you familiar with that New Mutants movie? No. Did you, see, a lot. that's the problem. A lot of people don't even realize it was happening. We got a trailer in theaters years back, but then there was a lot of shaking and going around behind the scenes. They had to well re-edit. And then, like, the move with Fox, the merger of Disney buying them, it kind of put it on the back burner, so people didn't even know if it was still going to be released. For, like, a long time, I was saying, like, fuck it, just put it on Hulu. Your own Hulu. You might not want to put it on the Disney Plus app. Put that son of a bitch on Hulu and let the people watch it. That way you might not lose the money because you didn't spend the money in the first place. But I will say, though, I'm glad that they did not shelf it. And they actually was like, you know what? Let's go shoot some more edits. Let's edit it better and try to make it more horror. More horror because I felt it was going to be hella PG-13. Yes, yes. I do remember this preview because yes. I remember waiting impatiently for it and then yes. it just never came exactly i just thought maybe i missed it no girl you didn't miss it but it's coming now though um i think it's coming yeah april 3rd april. oh word april the like, day after the homies on birthday um but yeah so if you didn't know about the new mutants the new mutants was like the new young recruit of the x-men's um back in the day i think was it chris claremont 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 no, or was it Jack Kirby and Stanley Daniel? No, 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 no. That, uh, uh, New Mutants uh, came around the Claremont era. Claremont era. It, it, it was after a few things that happened with the X-Men, and suddenly Magneto was leading them. Exactly. Emma Frost and Banshee had their own team going as well. Is that, oh, they did? I thought the Generation X came later than New Mutants. That was happening at the same it, time? It was happening around the same time, yeah. Okay, because I think that was the time Charles were in space dealing with Leandra and all That's that. That's absolutely right. You know crazy? I've never read the New Mutants back then, but I did have a grip of Gen X. Word, that makes sense, Scoops, because the New Mutants came out when we weren't even born. <laughs> and I have mad, well, I have mad issues. I have, like, two issues of uh, New Mutants number one, because, like, oh, it's number one, I got it. But then you find out, nah, motherfucker, that's because they flooded the market with all those motherfucking comic books, so they don't worth shit. That's why you got that bitch for a dollar. <laughs> and just for a quick uh, rundown, the New Mutants, the most famous one would be um, Cannonball, Sunspot, Mirage, and um, magic. magic, of course. Then you also have Wolfsbane, um, oh, snap. Wolfsbane Warlock, Doug Lock, Cipher. My fault. 
But yeah, but it focuses on like the core group of them, and they also give us Arya Stark in it as Wolfsbane, which potentially could have gave us two Sansa sisters in one movie if the Frost oh, Fox franchise would have right. continued. Yep. Oh, that would have been. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I know you didn't. That's what I'm here for. Boy, what you don't Boy. what you don't catch, I pick up, baby. Thank I you, got baby. you back. Thank you. And that's the thing too. What I think is the different way they're going that Disney got a hand of it is going more. YA more adventurous more Maze Runner with it because it seems like this um, trailer focused more on being super heroic versus and trying to escape uh, out of a, like, out yeah. of a place instead more of almost like Breakfast Club instead of them being like oh we're stuck it's spooky kind of like they tried to do with Fan Forced It but now it's like nah let's try to edit it so we can make it funner so we can kind of get our money for this shit yeah word and another thing too speaking of things that have been long in production or thought of being in production with um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, the live action um, adaptation on Netflix is finally going to production this year, and they're going to be dropping a teaser soon too, which is still kind of weird. Spooky too, because they just announced that it's actually coming, so it might be just a lot of visual effects. Yeah, type. Thing. It might be one of those sight trailers, or like um, what's the reference footage? Maybe some um, stunt actors, fire bending, earth bending, doing that Ooh. thing. Maybe some scenes they shot, or even just concept art. So that's going to be interesting to see, because if you don't know me, Avatar is one of my favorite series of all time. Are you familiar with that franchise, Leslie? I am. I actually remember you telling me to watch that movie. The movie or the cartoon? (laughs) If I I said the movie, I'm sorry that I made you sit through that shit, because that does no respect to the source material. It's cool. I didn't actually watch it. All right, cool, because I have... I have the full season on DVD. I can let you borrow that. And once you're done with that, and once Daniel's born with Cora, I can give you... Oh, Daniel still borrowing Cora? Yeah, because he ain't got to that yet, though. Him and Chrissy are still working on it. But it's okay. That's why. That's the power of DVDs. They don't go anywhere. Unless that's true. You lose them or some shit, but... <laughs> and um, another thing coming this year that just got announced was The Mandalorian Season 2. We'll begin that in the fall oh, and if you follow Escape Podcast and the best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek nerdy and everything in between you know we have our own series um, talking about that the ballad of Verdito everything Verdito. about Verdito Verdito the big Verdito the small the Verdito that can't stop won't stop force wall it all oh you didn't have that one in the cage I didn't have Verdito the green because Verdito <laughs> literally means the little green one oh it's too late for your gringos out there oh it's too late <laughs> jeez louise <laughs> <laughs> but no have you had a chance to watch the mandalorian on the disney plus app yet i have not yet you Ooh. were supposed to share a I login know. with me hey, sir. hey hey girl i've been working on that shit when you be losing phones once you get that shared i'll, I'll start watching nah, those when you episodes. be losing phones and losing hoes money just goes out the window so i'm trying to work on that girl but you already know i got you all right for Think sure that way it's better for you too because you get to binge it all if i come back from vegas big it's gonna be big things popping little things stopping Except for this little ass motherfucker on these streets. Because I gotta be out there. (laughs) (laughs) And just like Cyclops' vision can be described as Scarlet, we're getting WandaVision earlier this year. Because we were supposed to get it later, earlier in 2021. But now we're going to get it in the fall around the same time. Maybe as the Mandalorian. So we might be getting a double whammy. We might get WandaVision before Loki? No, no, we are getting WandaVision before Loki. But I thought Loki was supposed to be the debut for all the... Mo- no, no, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, Falcon is the debut in this year. And then it's supposed to be Loki. Yeah, but now... It's going to be one. It's gonna be WandaVision. Captain America and what you call it, then WandaVision. Yes, because oh WandaVision God. actually started 
shooting first before everything. Oh, fuck yes. I'm exactly. sorry. Exactly. I'm a Scarlet Witch fan. And you I'm would a Vision be. fan. You like Unstable Hoes. Hey. <laughs> So these characters are getting their own shows, basically. Oh, you don't. Met. Hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. You don't know, no, baby. Remember that, that time you were supposed to share that login with me? I don't know oh, nothing no. about that Disney oh, Plus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let, let us hit it with. Hit it. I thought we I'm just. Scared. I thought we told you this after the end game. I thought I did too. I thought we well, now we get to tell you and all the audience members that aren't privy to all this geek info. So. With the MCU being what it is, and Disney has its own streaming service, now multiple characters that have been in the movies are going to get their own solo series that will also tie in into the movies, and they also will be p- portrayed by the uh, the same actors. So we're getting a WandaVision starring, of course, um, Scarlet Witch, a.k.a. Elizabeth Olsen, and we also get Bet- Paul Bettany. Bettany as the Vision back in it, and we also going to get, if you watch Captain Marvel, you know how Monica Rambeau was the little girl in the movie. She's been cast as her older version in WandaVision. So that's going to set her up in that show so she could be the superhero photon in the movies. And also WandaVision. No bro, I told you this. That's what happened bro, when the blunts hit too hard. Bro, you forget the all the good much. shit. I be forget. Sometimes I <laughs> need captions. Oh, you. <laughs> nigga, how many times? I'm, bro, people be talking to me like, I don't know what you said, but like, you felt it though. If I would have, if you would have had them captions there, I would have remembered this. No, you wouldn't. You still would have forgot, but that's neither here nor there. True. But WandaVision (laughs) is going to tie directly into the Doctor Strange movie and the madness into the multiverse. But we also get, like I mentioned before, the... Sorry, nope, nope. That's All right, gonna be standalone. Talk All right, cool. So we part. get the Falcon and Winter Soldier movie, which shows um, Sam Wilson picking up Captain's mantle and dealing with all that shit. Next year, we get the Loki series when we take the Loki from Endgame that took the Tesseract. We don't see what he's been doing bouncing around time since he left the t- with the Tesseract. Yes, and speculations are one of the versions might be a female Loki because female Loki so. could get the pokey female that's Loki, all I gotta say about that oh, shit Kelsey's, Kelsey had to read female <laughs> Loki evil and she's, woman. One of, she's one of the best you no know, I got things from the baddies that was one of my favorite arts was a female Loki you didn't even read that art you skimmed that shit I did skim it though See? I ain't gonna lie See the line no I public. did read it I didn't I skimmed through the last I think I skimmed through half of the, la- the last page the hey last you know page. your life and you know your lies that's all I'm trying to say then we also going to get a What If animated TV series. And it's basically going to take each movie from the MCU and do a What If uh, spin Spare on it. Off. So basically for, I don't know if it's Guardian of the Galaxy or Black Panther, but it's basically What If Yondu picked up T'Challa instead of Star-Lord. So now you have T'Challa in space being basically Lando Calrissian up in the MCU. So we get that version. And we get What If Peggy Carter became Captain America. Then we see a skinny Steve Rogers in an Iron Man suit. Well, and, and what I think you guys uh, may know about it, may not know about it, is this is going to be an animated series voiced by the original actors, giving them a chance to do those big scenes without the, necessarily having the budget. Exactly. And also, we're going to get a Hawkeye TV series. we got a Miss Marvel series coming. She-Hulk is coming. Moon Knight is coming. And I feel like And they just reported that they're working on trying to do a... They already are working on the Defenders and everything just waiting for that contract deal to go over so they could yeah and that's been that's yeah that's been one of the things that's always been speculated if the actors are going to come back or they're just going to recast them but then also that doesn't include the hulu side of it because we still have the howard the duck animated series being written by kevin smith which is coming too and then it was like hellcat and tigra and then it was hit monkey yeah hit monkey Hell Girl and Tigra and uh, who's the last one? Uh, I think it might just be in those three and they was going to all come to d- together Defender style and but it was going to be called The Offenders instead. 
But Kevin Smith still says they're working on that, but I'm not 100% sure if that's still going to be released. But hey, only vision I have is for the future, baby. And if they release it just like they did Runaways and uh, Cloak and Dagger, I'm Ooh, hoping Lord. for goodness. Yes, baby. And But speaking of Disney Channel. So, uh, Leslie, I know we used to always talk about our Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Descendants 3 yet? The what? Descendants 3. You know they dropped the third one. Was that the one in the ocean or is that one number two? No. That no, one's no. number two of of China White that you're thinking about. Which one was number three? Number three is the third is, one. Uh, when, uh, <laughs> Smart ass. No, no, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, I'm with saying. Hades. With Hades. Okay, so no, I have not seen that one yet. But you so, saw the second one. I have seen the second one. So me and Kelsey, because me ended up being bored and couldn't go to sleep, I was like, man, I, I switched from Cartoon, well, Teen Nick to Disney Channel. Which the reason why I got back in the bunk because mm-hmm. I found out they had a third season, but uh, found out they had a marathon music weekend on New Year's Day. Go record sing along versions. So Ooh, you know, yeah. you know, you know how I feel about the yes, sing along movie versions. <laughs> so, I'd be singing along without the captions. <laughs> so when it gra- so Descendants Three was one of them. Rena recorded it because I knew I had recorded, but I deleted the record beforehand. Mm. Kelsey comes through. We watch it. First thing me and Kelsey's like, why did we record this sing along version? Next thing we know, singing. Girl. <laughs> they they got some of the best lyrics. This this version Yo, got some of the best when, lyrics. When um, the, the one girl from Charm, the youngest sister from Charm. Uh, the, uh, not Mel, the youngest one from Charm. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. The Fairy God Princess. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she started going to her song, I mean, about, not, her, not the Fairy God Princess, uh, the Cinderella. Yeah, so when she goes into her song about how she need to become a bad bitch, she get up and start killing that shit. I'm like, yo, fuck them motherfuckers. They didn't care about your life. Destroy everything. She goes get to singing, then she goes over. to rapping, and when she's she rapping, yes. she still she magnificent. She's she straight menage. It, oh, it's all so, Nikki. It is so great. It's just like, oh. And then they do a dance battle with these knights. I was like, yo, I swear to God, these knights are the Jabberwockies. Because they hand all those Jabberwocky movies. <laughs> Jabberwockies then had, had to go- choreograph. Then I Googled it. They didn't. But I know I know influence when I cut, see influence. They had to choreograph. I'm sorry. if They had to be chore- credit for choreographing that yes. movie. But, um, yeah, but we just want to share that tidbit real quick. And did you see the first Zombies? The first Zombies. The On Disney, on Disney Channel. Channel. The Disney Channel movie Zombies. With the family, with the oh. zombies. That's all you gotta say. With the zombies. With the channel Pleasantville, that's actually got blew up by a radioaction, radioactive plant, and they decide and it happened to only affect yes. half of and the. And now what you're doing right now, hey, all the listeners, what he's doing right now is Ross explaining. He's obviously <laughs> over explaining a simple question. I asked her, did she see the Disney Channel movie with zombies? She looking at me like, what zombies? That lets me know she did not. So we put a pin in that button. Well, I was just well, going to say, take me back to when that was. Was that, uh, like, our days of Disney? No, 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 no. no like, maybe no, 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 no. More four years ago. Like, yeah, maybe, like, oh, four years ago. that's about when I stopped watching the Disney exactly. Channel. That's how I knew that's you didn't watch it. That's basically what Long story short, you need to watch it. Oh, it's good. Mm. And part two coming out. They taking a page out of... Yeah, ooh, they are in the wolves, girl. There was, like, a howl and a scratch on the title card. End of the scene, end of the show, they just, like, oh, this little girl's been a half-zombie this whole entire time. Zombies ain't that bad. Let's break this. Let's break this great wall of uh, China between humans. Wait, and wait, wait! There was no great wall. Of China. It wasn't a great wall. It was, but not, that's a it was just a barrier. Metaphor. It was just a barrier. <laughs> it, was a it was just a nice old little barrier. Break but the stigma between yes, humans. It broke the barrier. Let everybody live there. Yes. Next thing you know, we get werewolves in this 
third one. And I it mean, took us two one. times watching the trailer to realize these motherfuckers were wolves. <laughs> Kelsey's like, are they wolves? I'm like, I don't think so. Then we go back. Kelsey's like, they got pointy ears and they wearing all fur. They gotta be wolves. Yes. Then Kelsey's like, indication. did you hear the howl? It's like, oh shit. Next thing you know, it's like, bro, they got a wolf scratch at the end behind the logo. It's clearly werewolves. Yeah, so they already gave us humans with um, zombies. Now they're giving us werewolves. So now, like, third one, they got to team up to fight the vampires. Oh, or I was about to say, when are those going to come in? Third one. And they and they are mummy fans, so they could bring a fourth one with mummies. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. This and that's just about to be too much. They got to skip past the vampires, though, because everyone's doing vampires, right? If no, Disney's already know what they're Disney doing. You know, know why they go, you know why they're going to do vampires? Because guess who's going to get a movie in three years? Blade, he back. So vampires going to be mm. back in this shit popping. They smart. They smart. They know what they're doing. Especially but, especially with that Descendants 3 little cameo they did without you even knowing who it was, what cameo it was, but yet you knew it. Word. So putting a pin on the Disney Channel, yeah. we're gonna get into very uh, important topic for all the anime manga fans. Cause guess what got um, announced this week? Can you please guys? tell them because this made my heart. After I think it was been twelve times. years, we're gonna get twelve fifteen. After twelve to fifteen years, we're gonna get a new chapter manga of Death Note. It's gonna be eighty-seven pages of a one-shot telling us what happened at the end of this legendary manga that birthed. So many mangas after that sunned all these other super hyper thinking anime characters Any from anime. your Dr. Stones to your Shikamaru's to your Sasuke's to the Death of the Kids. Every time there's an anime character that's sitting there, like, hmm, the wind blew. So if it's blowing from this direction, we know exactly at this time, at this place, that the earth is at this alignment. So therefore, only thing I need to do is touch you with this amount of force and you will die. All that type of shit was birthed on the battle between Light and L. Light Yugamagi. I mean, Light. No, light, it's Light Yugamagi. You can say Light. That's fine. Well, you don't have to put a last like, name yeah. to it. We know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we get with that. I love you, Ryuk. I wish I had a death note sometimes, but then I realized if I had one. I'll be there. My name will be Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't be stalking. Oh, a lot of people will be dead. Wait. Joe don't even kill that many people. Oh, and, by, and by Joe, we mean Joe from you. He's oh, not a killer. He's not like Dexter when he's habitually killer. killing people. But to get to the end of our first um, segment of what's popping, we're going to have a little turn buckle talk real quick. Because my girl, my fifth favorite diva, my, my third favorite to look at, number one, gonna it's going it's gonna to be Manny Snacks herself. Then number That's two is going to be a lesser at. bliss. Yeah, third. Yeah, it's gonna I be. I thought she'd been at least number two. No, nah, no, nah, that's why I told you what it was. She's number three. I, I don't lie about my words. Number two. I literally said less is bliss. I if thought less was one. Nah, that's then, where you're wrong, who got buddy. One, though? I just want to bring up uh, one aspect that's happened on. No, probably not the latest episode of Raw, but on the episode of Raw, <laughs> it was when my girl Liv Morgan, my. Third favorite um, last week's episode. My third favorite. Um, I won't even call her diva. My first female third wrestler. favorite female wrestler. Our yes, WWE Tars female superstar. Or if this was TNA, the knockouts. But um, yeah. So she interrupted um, um, Lana and Bobby Lashley's wedding and declared that Lana is the love of her life and is the only reason she's alive right now. And she gave her the strength and the power to move and become the. 
person that she is currently now, which in terms is now giving us our first lesbian storyline in WWE. By my, but mind you, they do have a lesbian openly gay lesbian in WWE who they've been promoting as well as has been promoting the lesbian culture well. And th- she subtly um, has rainbow attire on. All the time. And literally, she's been wanting to have a lesbian storyline, and she's not a part of it. And as Sonya Deville. Part of Friday Night SmackDown. So, currently, SmackDown doesn't have a lesbian storyline, but Raw does. And, and her lesbian partner was going to be my favorite um, female superstar. Her best friend. Man. Mandy Snacks, a.k.a. Mandy Rose. Yeah. Mm. It would have been Lord. a cool. It would have been a cool storyline. She smells like honeysuckles and lilac. I know that for a fact. But I will but say I though, know. on a good note, at least WWE is pushing the Mandy Otis storyline, relationship oh, storyline. I love that, that. storyline. And I want to give a good thanks to one of the founding leaders for IDJ NATO. I want to say he's a founding leader, but regardless, NATO for being the first ever dual New Japan Wrestling Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion. For most people that don't know, I watch not just only WWE. I watch all the type of big major wrestling industries. And this weekend was Wrestle Kingdom, technically New Japan's WrestleMania. And for the first time ever, it was a two-night event as well as their biggest company that they just bought, all-female wrestling company, Stardom, actually got, they did their first ever female wrestling match at the Tokyo, well, not at the Tokyo Dome, but at Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome. It's, it was a great thing. Uh, Chris Jericho got to retain and beat, uh, I forgot who he fought. Uh, the, the Ace and the Ace had a loss, so we're not going to know if uh, get this New Japan AEW partnership out. But also, Mosley has got back his, uh, U- his U.S. New Japan championship. From his Texas death match and then defended the next day against Juice Robinson. So, good weekend of wrestling. Good old eight hours. Word. And with that saying, ding, ding, ding. That's going to be the end of the term buckle talk for the night. So, with that being said, we're going to go to our next segment. The I guess you could say the meat of the show. Geeking out. This is oh, the part gosh. where... We um, talk to our guests about a show that we all love, that we all like, and we all have no problem just expressing our utmost expressions about said series, book, movie, song, or, or artist, anime, or comic book. So with that being in, it should be no surprise if I'm the Schmidt. Oh, I'm the Winston. And technically, Schmidt is Winston. True. And like I said in the opening of the show, Leslie is my Jess. She's our Jess. She is our new girl, but even though she's been an old girl in our lives since high school. Since high school. So with that being started, yes, new girl. Um, I'm just going to go into a description of the show. New girl is basically about um, Joey Deschanel. Um, I fell in love with her uh, from Tin Man, my favorite interpretation of the Wizard of Oz franchise. Yes, and um, also she is the sister to old girl that starred in Bones. Bones is also like one of your favorite shows, Leslie. That's Craig. legit one of my favorite shows, Emily D. Chanel. Thank you, because I did not know her <laughs> name because I did not watch Bones. Um, so, with that being said, yeah, New Girl is about, basically about a new girl moving into an apartment with th- three male roommates, one being um Schmidt, 
Um, another being um, Nick Miller. Um, Nick Miller is played by Jack um, Johnson. Um, you may know him as the voice of Peter Parker from Into the Spider-Verse. He was also in one of the Jurassic Park movies. And he also was in that piss-poor mummy movie with Tom Cruise. And, um, I fell asleep on that. Oh, yeah, trust I actually like that one. That I, was, won't, I won't deny. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> I, I told I told you that, so not being an asshole. And Schmidt, <laughs> Schmidt was also played by Max Greenfield, which I didn't realize till I started rewatching Veronica Mars, one of my favorite series of all time. He also on there as a um, character name of Leo, the greatest sheriff of all time. Word. And then Coach was played by Damon Wayans Jr. Which, ironically, Coach was only there for one episode. The first episode, and then disappeared, and then came back season two, three? It was like two or three. Yeah, two I was going to say, I thought it was more like three. Yes. Yeah, he before came back he late. came back. Exactly. Yeah, he came back a way minute late. So, Leslie, what about the show makes, that, makes it one of your favorites? Well, for starters... I happen to be living with two dudes when this show mm. came out, so I identified with Jess on that level. Word. Granted, we were missing that third dude of the house, but uh, just all of the antics and the comedy, it's its its hilarious when you've got the two genders living together, but they're not together together, right? Yes. So you've got these guys learning about all these girly things and these girls learning about all these guy things and just the shenanigans that happen. It's just comedy. At its best. Yes. What about you, Ross? What made you love the show? Oh, what made me love the show? I can honestly say that, uh, just like what, to piggyback off of Leslie's statement, that as well as the f- the extra part, which is the introduction of Jess's best friend, Cece, the mm-hmm. model, the female model that lived in town, the top chick, and her group of people and their antics amongst everything and how awkward Jess can be around everybody but yet it's not her being awkward it's just her being herself and everybody viewing it as awkward and it slowly becomes like everybody you come to find out everybody has an awkwardness and all their awkwardness blends in together as well as they're just a bunch of random people that became friends that became family that just want to better each other's life and I definitely could relate to both of you guys answers because all those reasons is also why I love the show. I just like the sense of humor and being a guy with uh, female friends. A lot of them, I just know certain quirks. And as soon as I start watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Leslie. <laughs> Straight up to like the random singing that Jess does, the awkwardness, and also being a very beautiful woman. And not, oh, and when you are a beautiful woman, a woman, and you're a guy that's just their friend, you see how guys talk about them or try to interact and you're just sitting there like she's a dork like you <laughs> like oh, oh my god how do, like you know this bro she feeds her cat cheeseburgers and things of that nature but it's just like one of those things like yo it just shows you all these layers and dimensions of friendship like guys and women can be just friends and the character that I relate to the most would be Schmidt because I'm kind of neurotic I have issues and narcissism. It's things that in nature. I like things a particular way. Yep. And it's just like, yo, I get everything he's about and everything he's going through. But at the same time, you find Schmidt was a fat kid in college and he met <laughs> Nick. And he's like, oh, that's why he's like that. Plus his mommy issues. 
tie into that shit because he mm. was a mama's boy but then I'm like oh, okay you not only just make these characters awkward and weird and goofy you also go back and show their backstory and origin to show that they have character development like they started here through a flashback but now you see them where they at now in the present but yet in the present they are still trying to move on and to be better people which was so great about the last few seasons Exactly, like definitely some of the last um, seasons were um, a good wrap up. I definitely like how the show ended. It was one of the better finales of a series. Certain series just stop. They don't even try to give you a satisfying, you know, wrap up. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, one thing I would like to say is one good thing is as much as you may not thought that New Girl was uh, all antics and just random stuff. If you take the time and look at each episode, each episode had some type of growth with each character or some one character. They some learning lesson. Yeah, and they yep. grew as people. Yes, uh, each episode they learned to be better friends and better roommates and better individuals and even better boyfriends or girlfriends in certain regards. Or you just got to realize, Damn. yo, you might not have anybody in life, but you have the people you have in your life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it also made me glad that I didn't live with a girl because some of that shit was just... Nah, it's it's too much. <laughs> it's too much shit. And um, uh, one another thing too, uh, I liked about the show was like reoccurring things. For example, was it Real American? Real was American. the name of the game? That's the name of the game. Or was it True real. American? It's either true or real, but it's still. Because didn't y'all play that one time? Am I correct? The one where you got to keep off yeah. the ground. Yes. Yeah, we played that in front of a house in yes. in old Colorado City, and that was insane. Yes, I remember you telling me about that. Dude, I would ask you to tell me about it, but I'm pretty sure you didn't remember from all the alcohol. There was a little bit of alcohol involved, <laughs> but that was also the beginning of the evening, so I remembered the majority of it. But it was kind of neat the setup. He, yeah. the the guy who owned the house, put like chairs or even two by fours in areas, and you just had to keep moving. And every now and then, you were uncomfortably close with someone you might have just met mm. and you're like hey i'm taylor's person how you doing tonight like while you're just sitting there waiting for the next moving step but it's a hilarious and awesome game if you've got the patience to get those rules down i would definitely recommend oh, it yes um, i'd rather play penny can oh <laughs> there's gonna be an episode for cougar town oh i can't by Ooh, all means we're gonna get gonna one of them to wait and that. just like other recurring three um threats in the show we have returning mm. characters like um Schmidt's dad. Winston's uh, Winston's cat shirts. Oh, yes. Um, um, Winston's cat obsession, mind you, with especially with Ferguson. Ferguson we had the whole setup Ferguson. of him getting Ferguson because I think he got him from Brenda's um, song. Yeah, he got him from Brenda's song. And then he tried to take him back to her during that um, blackout. Oh, And that's where he ended up keeping him. He did try to return. Yeah, he tried to. Yeah, because he was too hurt because he didn't want it because it kept reminding him of Brenda's song in a relationship. Yes, exactly. Dang, I forgot Winston did go through all of that. And then we had an episode where Jess—you <laughs> come to find out that Jess was actually seeing Schmidt's dad. It might have been a two-parter. I won't say it was like more than two parts because I remember them find. I remember her dating him, then them finding out her going to the winery in the. And finding out how ballin' Smith's dad is. Exactly. And that's one thing that differentiated from, like, more classical sitcoms, a la Seinfeld and uh, Friends, where the characters dated one person and they were gone. The people they dated on New Girl kind of stuck around for a couple episodes. So, like, when Jess dated um, the Doctor dude, 
that popped back up later. Then he, she she dated old buddy with the glasses. When Nick dated Megan Fox, I thought Megan Fox was about to be a stay. Reagan, guy. yes, stay that was a nice character. turn too. How did you feel about the Reagan? Oh, when they basically switched out the characters. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I was a little taken back. I have to admit, I was like, "This isn't my show. That's not me." Exactly, <laughs> it is not you. But like, it was. It worked still. I mean, after an episode or two, you kind of saw. All right, all right, I can work with this. Yes, that's one thing too. Like they brought Megan Fox on, and she's learned from Jennifer Body how to play herself well, and she played herself, but also a uh, vulnerableness where you didn't feel. Like, her being with Nick was so out of the blue. Also, it's not abnormal to see hot-ass chicks with doof-ass guys. And, and Nick is a goof. technically doof. a Nick anyway. Yes. Just hotter and a little bit more smarter. But yes. she was still in that same realm of Nickish. And that's what I love, too, about the show. Also, like, these cares have multiple levels. Like, Schmidt could be, like... A uh, clean freak, a control snob, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, he's always caring about his friends. He's always there, and all the reasons like he pressures them or oh goes overboard gosh. is because he cares about them so much. Because without friends, especially without Nick, he wouldn't be in the position Schmidt that he was, was is. The mama bird of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he literally. I'm pretty sure he literally has said that. Even with Winston, sometimes he wrote off as the goofy one, the absent-minded, the Michelangelo of the group. But yeah. his heart is so big. Like, he might not get it, but he's going to get whatever he needs for you. And he's always about levity and having a good time with the show. And that's what him and CeCe had was one of my favorite running guests. Oh, that random, was classic like that random adventures. CeCe, Winston, mess arounds. We got, what, two episodes of them doing classic yes. runarounds? Two, three episodes of them classic runarounds? Yes, and CeCe was um, Jess's model friend. And Winston and her would just go around pulling pranks. And they wouldn't even be good pranks. They'd be some of the stupidest shit. They just went on and did random antics that made you just like, oh, they is cool together. Exactly. And (laughs) then you had, um, even with Nick. Nick was... Nick had his angry, his old, silent Asian man. And Nick... Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Like, Nick... Like what? a Mr. Miyagi? Yes. Is that the Asian man we're the referring Korean. to? Yes. <laughs> like, Nick ran a bar, but he was also so irresponsible, and he was so lazy. I just realized yet, that. How you run a bar, be broke, and yet write a best-selling book. It's the Miller Effect. It's the Miller Effect. And then when we go back into his story about his family and all that, that shit hit. And it also further explains why, why him Nick- and Winston also got their... That type of bond, as well as why Nick was always the weird one, and Winston, outside of Smith, outside of Smith, were the only two people that like. This is why Nick is like this. Exactly, and then you had the character of Coach, which was was uh, first in the first episode, but then they wrote him off. But then he also he went, comes back, and you realize that Coach and all the other guys in the loft were always buddies. Two before it just got there, so they even incorporated because Damon Wayne Jr. had left because he was supposed to get another TV series and do movies, and they didn't pan out. So they brought him back on the show, and even with that happening, it all works because it came with that moment when Schmidt and Damon Wayne Jr. coach were both trying to get at Cece. And if you're a guy, even if you're a girl, it's been in circumstances when you and another friend might have been eyeing the same piece of meat. So he's like, yo. Is this piece of meat going to become come between our friendship? Or are we going to be like, you know what? You have it. <laughs> or are we like, may best game win, as we used to say back in the smart tech days. And it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, 
the bonds are are only as strong as they allow them to be. And speaking about that um, type of bonds, Leslie, have you um, had a type of CC Jess friendship before? Like, oh god, feeling I had like several over the years. I think uh, ISIS, ISIS. Uh, Natalie, uh, Whitney, um, got all of my girls. Because at one point is or that another, because, is because that you're always Jess, and they're just them, or was it like the typical? I'm the hot one. Everybody look at me. She's so beautiful. <laughs> and here I am playing with puppies and trying to do crafts with kids. I think I it is. I think I was the Jess character out of all of us. Because, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm not bad looking or anything. Oh, but by no means. By no means. All my girls were pretty good looking, too. So <laughs> True. Yes. There's no uggos. Yeah, there, I don't think, I mean, of course, in, in the case of Jess and Cece, Jess is, of course, drop-dead gorgeous. So yes. It's just because Cece was an actual paid model. I'm just saying, like, even Krillin's technically the strongest human on Earth, but then when you got Goku right there, like, mm, you still could get the job done, but it might not be as flashy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. May I ask, favorite episode of New Girl? Oh, God. Mine's is when they all got high and Winston had to go to oh, a at the last season, barbecue. At the last season? Yeah. It was the last season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. yes. I think I enjoyed that one, too, because wasn't he the only one acting a fool? No, no they everybody, all were. Everybody was oh. acting a <laughs> they fool. All CC, <laughs> him, <laughs> Nick. God, it's been Coach a minute. Oh, Coach was one of the smoke Yep, little. Coach was they in that one. They were all high trying to, and Winston realized he had to do his police barbecue and all that, and they was too stoned for it. I yes. loved it. What about you, Leslie? Any, if you can't think of a singular episode, maybe a couple of moments. moments. I have to say, I, I probably agree with you with the high at the police barbecue, because that was the, just one of those so awkward that you cringe just because you're watching it and you're just worried something's going to happen type of thing. And then, then the game. That game yes. was a pretty hilarious episode, and I feel like they were up all night long. I don't think they all went to bed I don't until think way they late. Did exactly. Um, for me, anytime there was a Thanksgiving episode, those were hilarious. One that comes to mind is also when Winston found New Ferguson in the bar because everybody thought he was crying, Cry. crazy. Yeah. He kept hearing the cat, but then he brings out this little cat out the first off, How the cat got <laughs> in the cushions? Still bamboozled. Exactly. Claws. <laughs> or, but there was no claw scratches. But also, I must say, another great, another few of my favorite moments, let alone is Winston pranks when everybody's like, Winston, we don't want pranks, but Winston's out here trying to prank everybody. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, Winston, oh, that shit was classic. Or the Winston and um, Coach moment when you found out their um, tag team name was Coffee, what was it, Coffee Brown? I think it was Coffee. Or it was Hot Coffee. It was, no, it was Hot Brown. It was something It silly. was something like that. But yeah, because coach, the reason why they wrote off Damian Wayne's was because they said that uh, the reason why Winston wasn't on the first episode, they said that they were Winston was out doing basketball jump off. Then basketball uh, Winston came because he got kicked out, and then coach got picked it picked up. Yeah, and then coach got kicked, and that's how they exactly. brought back Damian Wayne's. Exactly. Or uh, no, it was because I remember they were a basketball team because it went. I want to say Winston knew Nick the longest. Then it went coach. Yeah, because Winston and went, Nick were friends since 
childhood. Since like childhood. Nick met Schmidt in college. And then, a, and then coach, coach joined them in, in yeah. high school. Or no, no, no. They was post-college, too, because that's when they all met. But no, that's when, no, no, they met coach because Winston was playing overseas. Oh, yeah, he was playing overseas basketball, yes. Yeah, so but another part um, from my moments was um, Coffee Brown when Winston went into the courtroom to try to help le- um, Nick with his legal work. And didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But he, <laughs> but he just went in with the confidence in that like suit. like a lawyer. Oh. And then uh, another one uh, also was... Um, Oh shit! What was it? I just had it. Um, fuck. Uh, the reoccurring Brown. downstairs neighbor that they always talk to that old man when he actually came upstairs. I want to say. I don't. I don't remember that one. I remember. I want to say, but usually whenever they do talk talk to him, the old. Whenever Nick talks to the old Asian dude. Yes, the old Asian dude was always a good call. Another good episode is when they tried to buy the. Uh, when they were trying to fight each other to try to get the. Uh, Apartment across oh, the hall. It was that episode, and when <coughs> yes, yes, when they were trying to get that one too. All right, and um, just to wrap up this um, last segment real quick, I just want to bring up one of my biggest issues with the show, and that issue was the Jess and Nick relationship. I just felt like it was unnecessary. I just felt like they. Um, felt like they had to ship somebody together and it just didn't feel organic. That's why when Megan Fox came in as Reagan, I was okay with that. Like, cool. I never wanted Jess and Nick together because it just didn't seem earned. Any thoughts? I'm going to have to oppose, but I see why you saw it. But yet, also, the thing is, once Maggie, once Reagan came in, it felt more organic to me. So I was more disappointed at the fact that she left and they re-put, re-shipped Nick in them at, because of that fact. I, I think you might be onto something. I think out of all of the roommates, Nick was the one that was, made most sense. Yeah. So they had to kind of give it a shot, but then they also had to kind of end it and then let the story keep continuing. I was worried when they started hooking up or dating or whatever. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be the end of the show because once you, they break up, yeah. it's over. How are they going to continue that Exactly, show? exactly. But, but they did it. Yeah, they found a way. All right, guys, so this is going to come to our final segment of the podcast, which is called If You Haven't. And this is just the part when we're going to give recommend, uh, recommendations about things. Um, in particular, this episode, um, TV series you should watch if you um, like New Girl. Well, and if you haven't seen New Girl, I highly recommend you watch that first. And then check out some of our recommendations if you want to. If you think we have convinced you enough to be curious enough about the show. So, um, I'm going to start with you, Leslie. If you haven't watched these series, what series would you binge if they like New Girl? I would have to go with How I Met Your Mother. And I want to say that, didn't that come out before New Girl? I want to say it did. Because it had a good long standing. Yeah, it came out before because I want to say the season, How You New Girl. I want to say How You Meet Your Mother ended way after New Girl. Because I can't say because I never got into that shit. Yeah. Well, it's relevant. It's one of those shows, just like Friends, you can watch it in the 90s. You can watch it 20 years later. And all of their stuff is still relevant, 100%. Is it relevant because they don't change as characters? They pretty much stay the same? Kind of a la Big really Bang Theory? Can we Friends is timeless? It is. But do we not stay the same character in our own lives? Aren't we just watching this group of people grow mm. through life? I could argue that, but for time's sakes, I will not. But I see your point. Fair enough. It's true. You can't change who you are. Because in the inside, I'm just an introvert peanut. 
I just cover with chocolatey swag. So I can't help <laughs> that when you take a bite, you're going to get some of that. Ross, what about you? If you haven't if been for a fan of New Girl. If you haven't been and you're a fan of New Girl, I would recommend one of my favorite shows that also, to me, would interpret it what New Girl's about, but kind of more funnier and a more of a different style, like a modern family style. And that show would be called Parks and Recs. Basically about a girl who lives in a town that she loves. She and her, her co-workers who end up be technically her friends, they deal with their life situations and she ends up dealing with a love life situation as well. It's great. Amy Poehler is pretty awesome in that show. Oh, and yeah. I'm, the yeah. class is classic. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you haven't binged, for me, if you like New Girl, I will go with, I want to say it was, which was the precursor to New Girl. It's a series called Happy Endings, which also starred Damon Wayans Jr. So great. In the show, and he plays more or less himself. Even his dad popped up, Damon Wayans Sr. in that show. And I think he popped up in New Girl too as his dad. Yes, he did. Yeah, as Coach Coach Dad. Dad. Yeah. So... Like, if you like the style um, New Girl, this uh, Happy Endings was kind of like one of those first shows to start doing, like, the random improv style of sitcoms when it um, left from, like, France was very form- formulaic. But this is kind of when it started getting oh more abstract, kind of like with Workaholics was coming out. So it got real random. Same time, like, with Community. It just cuts here, cuts here, cuts there. And it also started uh, Ezra Coop. Uh, who plays in Future Man and Alicia Cooper that plays in The Ranch. You can find that shit on Hulu. And I highly, highly recommend Happy Endings. And it also stars one of the guys that punched Baby Yoda in Mandalorian. Mm. And he was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's um, if you haven't. And this is going to bring us um, to the closing of the first episode of the podcast, guys. Um if you've been listening all the way through, uh, I thank you for this test run, this trial and error, this bumpy road, if you will. You know, all, We will get better. All goals may not be golden, but hey, as long as you keep marching on, you get to that Emerald City at the end. Hey, and like that's what baby, we're trying to do. Crawl that's until right. You Gotta start somewhere. You and crawl until you walk, and then you walk until you run. True. If you have legs. Mm. <laughs> or then you just drink a Red Bull and learn how to fly. We be potting. Because Red Bull gives you wings. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So with that coming to wrap, I also want to go ahead and thank Daniel, of course, for being here, keeping sure, air, making sure everything is running smoothly. I do what I can for my community. Word. Yes, that means lube, everybody. <laughs> lube. It's very important. <laughs> I keep things smoothly running on the tracks, that is. And, of course, Leslie, thank you for being our first guest. And also thank you for being, like, my, I can't say first female friend out here, but my first longest, longest female running friend. female friend. I don't even call you a female friend. You're my bestie. Hell you're yeah. my nigga for life. Like, I'm always going to be here for you. I love you so much, and that's the truth. And, yeah, we had a lot of good times, and hopefully those good times will just continue oh, to the future. And hopefully this will not be your last time on the podcast as well. And I hope not either. Thanks for having me. Oh, so the pleasure's all ours. And we do got a superhero movie coming soon anyway, so it's not And, like, you know, it's time and, to get the crew together and to go we watch it. And we haven't had a crew movie night. Since Endgame. Mm. Oh, shit, you might be right. <laughs> it's been a minute. Since Endgame, I'm being honest. We got to get that coordinated. Word. We definitely <laughs> work on that. Bad right. Boys? No, nah, we'll, nah, that's too no, soon. That's too, too, soon. Soon, too soon. Too soon. Maybe Harley Quinn. Maybe Harley Quinn. All right. But um, 
All right, so I do need to watch that beautiful white woman named Elizabeth. That's not even Elizabeth Bates and that's Margot Robbie. Get the whites right. Mary Elizabeth. Weinstein? Yep. Get it right. You ever call a woman by the wrong name? I called her by her middle name, so it still counts. Bad. Still wrong. (laughs) Even though her last name may still be Mary, they ain't the Mary you talking about. All right, guys, with that being said, um, that was was the first official episode of Yo, Yo, Where the the Captions at? I'm Kels for show, and just remember, be one or be nothing. I'm Roscoe, and if you better better yet known as Roscoe Tinkoya, and uh, have a good night, guys. Love yourself and love others. Thank you.